is Peek Inside the Panic Room, where we explore our passions with zero limits, mixed with the occasional bit of chaos. You don't have to be famous to have a story to tell. So strap yourself in and enjoy the ride. Welcome to Peek Inside the Panic Room and we're going to keep going on with the women in business vibe that we have. Of course, I'm your host Matt and with me today is Christy Perrin from Gwen Creative. Hello, thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Uh, This is becoming quite quite nice for me, a bit of female (laughs) presence in the panic room. Love it. Yeah, and so we've got another powerful Business lady in the in the in the uh, panic room with us. Thank you. Too kind. Yeah. Too kind. And it's interesting because uh, we're we're both marketing agencies. Yes, and we're collaborating. We are collaborating, which is not the done thing in the past. No, no. So it's quite interesting. And I found, and we we I think the first time we met when yep. we had our first uh, little discovery meeting between our businesses, and yeah, that we we talked about synergy and we talked about collaboration and yep. all these words that I'm really big on. Uh, I think that, and we talked about specialists, uh-huh. and and I know that your business was going through a, a change, and you were thinking, I just want to specialise in a couple areas. Yes, and we were doing the same here. Yes, so I think it's 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 incredible to find people that are of the same mindset. One hundred percent. Because I think it's important to, if you can't, if you can't do a job properly, don't do it. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. or if you're not interested in doing the job, find someone that is. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. And there's space for everyone in the market. So why compete? You're better to collaborate, I've found, and meet other agencies and work together rather than have competition. So that's how I look at things as well. Well, it's been sort of cutthroat. Yes. Because if if you you see shows like Mad Men and all this where it is like seriously business used to be cutthroat. Yeah. And in some industries it still is. Mm -hmm. And probably in the marketing industry it Still probably is. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people uh, really fighting for their piece of the turf. Yes. I'm with you. I'm like, let's find a couple of businesses that we can work with that have similar values 100%. and and, uh, and synergy and we can we can sort of grow together. Absolutely. Because there's areas of digital marketing that, that we don't focus on. Yes. That you do. Yeah. Same with us. Like we don't do SEO, but you guys do. So yeah. at least we can create referral partners and networks and work together rather than against each other. Yeah. So I love that we're on here to get today together yeah. and can work together. Absolutely. I think it's it's not done enough. And mm-hmm. I think the more people that open their eyes to it, I think the, there's such a – you're right, there's enough business for everyone. Definitely. Because every business needs marketing. A hundred percent, I just, agree. It's just convincing – People they do. People they do. And convincing <laughs> and how people. it benefits them. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's funny because I come from a sales background. Right. So I always used to chuckle at the marketing department oh. right, and go. And now here you are. <laughs> marketing. Oh. Well, you know, how can you, how do you justify it? Yeah. You know, how do you do that? Yeah. Whereas I go out and I sell this and I, that's a, there's a dollar value associated to it. But how do you, how do you measure it? Yeah. I think is the biggest stumbling block we have as marketing agencies. Yes. Right? But we're lucky that now we have all the analytics platforms and when we're doing ads, we can show clients the revenue and the ROI and what they're getting for their buck these days. So that it's there. We can show clients now what they're getting. But it is hard in some areas as well, especially organic social media. Yeah. People always want to know how they're making money from it and you can't really show them that. So there are challenges, but 
Yeah. It's what's just that's a, that's a good place to start because mm-hmm. we'll, we'll go we'll start with this and then we'll go back to building your business and okay. starting and and the motivation behind that. But you've you've hit a topic that I find very interesting, mm-hmm. which is social. Yeah. Now, I reckon there's been a little shift. Yes. With social media. Yes. In 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 the way it works with your business. Mm-hmm. I think for a long time it was a it was viewed as a, an opportunity to for another revenue stream yeah. to, to build sales. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure that's necessarily the case anymore. Yeah, I definitely think organic socials these days are about your brand presence, brand awareness, and just your overall branding and showing your values as a company rather than revenue. Um, paid social media is where the revenue's at. So, But it's you, you important, can... obviously, because you need to still have that there as the organic socials so when people click on your profile they see who you are your values your service your products but revenue wise i definitely think's in ads I, and i had it in a discussion this morning with a client yeah. along that line where i've been trying to push him for nearly a year mm-hmm. to do to do a paid campaign yeah whether it's google whether yeah. it's meta whatever you need because organic's great mm-hmm. but organic is is a is for people to get to know you. A hundred percent. It's agree. people by people essentially. So you can be yourself on your socials. You can yes. show your personality, and you yes. can get people to really buy in. But to get people to buy, people. you really need a pointed campaign. It's funny you say that because I tell all my clients people go from people. So if you're not showing people on your profile, you won't get the likes or the engagement. As soon like we have a product based business, as soon as we post something with a person. The engagement spikes because yeah. people trust people at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah, and it's funny, like I, this same client, I, I say every month, I'm like, I need four reels from you yeah. talking about X, Y, Z. That's what they want. And he's like, oh, really? I go, mate, people don't care. You have to keep up. People don't care about a quote or a client testimonial. They mm. really don't on your socials, right? Mm. They're going to go to Google for that. Yeah. Right. They're going to go to Google to find if you what you rated on GMB. Right. Yeah. They're going to go to that. They're not going to go to your socials because you know you can contrive that. Yeah. But for you hopping on and being an expert in your field mm-hmm. and with a face, mm-hmm. people buy that. I agree. Yeah. And we're seeing that with the UGC creators out there at the moment, people are buying from UGC rather than influencers because they want to see from real people using the products. I do think it's taking a turn now, like people are seeing through the UGC creators now. It yeah. is being a bit overdone and a bit too um, scripted, you could say, now. The people want authenticity, right? Yes. And I think that influencer marketing is creeping in everywhere. Yes. And I think that even with UGC, I think even that can feel a bit influencer marketing. Yeah, there was a period where it was popping up like a year ago and everyone was buying from UGC creators because it was so authentic and they didn't know it was an ad or they didn't know it was product placement and now it's like everywhere in the market it's so obvious it's an ad now so it's all about being authentic and it's hard to find that now these days it's also hard to do yeah it really is people are smart I find they see through everything yeah I think the one thing that social media has done is it actually it's dumbed down a lot of the population Mm -hmm. to a certain extent but it's made us a little bit more savvy yeah. to marketing. Definitely. Because everyone's trying to do it. Mm. You know, and so and it's it's funny, like you see it on TikTok all the time. So yeah. because obviously 
TikTok's a bit of another level when it comes to, uh, I guess, people trying to make money. Yes. Because, and I've actually had a few in here. Mm-hmm. We had a client for a little while who was an influencer and he interviewed a lot of people that was very successful on TikTok, like yeah. multiple millions of followers. and But everything they did was around a product or around yeah. something. And I just started to feel like you've lost yeah. a bit of what got to you to where you were yes. because when you started going, oh, I've got to go do my workout but I'm going to have this pre and, oh, oh this pre is the best and blah, 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 blah. You can see straight through And I'm it. just like, oh, God, mate, you've, you've missed it. Yeah. On um, the flip side, if you're honest and go, I just got sent this package from X of blah, 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 that might work. Yeah. But I think it's the guys that try to contrive it a bit and go, oh, I've got to have my pre or I've got yeah. to have this or I've got to have that. You know, people see through that now. And I'm loving the new – era we're in on tiktok where you're seeing inside businesses um i don't know if you follow fate the label they're blowing up and they're just incredible and it's you see their employees and inside the office fun hacks how they bring lunches in for the day and that's just trending so much i've noticed at the moment showing inside the office space rather than the service or the product because you get to see the people behind it's authentic, right? the brand. And I'm yeah. loving that space at the moment, how people are really merging into that rather it, than selling. It's it's a hard sell to a client though. Yeah. Because you're vulnerable. Yes. So we, I find a lot, like we've got a, a, a client, great client, long-term client, mm-hmm. but she's very scared about the camera. Oh, uh, Right, very scary. Find a lot of them. It's hard, yeah. But we've we've we're finally breaking down a wall. I said, look, if you want this to work, it's got to be you. You're the owner yes. of the business. You're the face of the business. But it can be. It's a bit like you, like mm-hmm. today. This is your first podcast. Yes. Right, and you're yes. a bit nervous. I was a bit nervous, but it's exciting. So yeah, how are you feeling now? Comfortable. A little bit more comfortable. Definitely comfortable now. Yeah. So I think that I think that it's. Sometimes you've got to rip the bandaid off you and have to just go, go outside your break outside your yeah. boundaries. So it's funny because like I've. I've got a little side thing with a YouTube channel cool. that I do for one of the podcasts that I have. And the hardest thing was to get on the camera. Yeah. That was the hardest part because, and especially when I'm just maybe in this room mm. recording on my own mm. and, you know. By yourself, that would be so It's very weird. difficult. Yeah. And it's almost like you would prefer to have someone, someone holding the camera, someone to give you some feedback. Yeah. Right? So I think that, Whereas people find it very scary thinking, oh, there's going to be, you know, Matt's going to be there or Christy's going to be there. But <laughs> that's, I reckon that's a safety net. I agree. You need people to support you. Yeah, so. because we're not going to, you know, if, if you think, I think, if you think at the start, I'm probably going to be shit, mm. you're probably right. But the more you do it, the better you'll This get. is it. It's like everything. Yeah. It's like everything. Practice makes perfect. Absolutely. It's, but it's, it's getting people to understand that. Yeah. It's okay to be shit. And actually people will appreciate that. They'll go on that journey with you. I'm all about being vulnerable and yeah. saying, oh, I'm not very good at this at the moment or I'm having a bad day. But then the more you practice things, the more you push through things, the better you'll get. Yeah. It's funny. I, I My podcast that I do, which is my passion project, which is a movie podcast I do with three of my best mates. So cool. And we've been going for – we're almost 80 episodes now. So we've been going for about 18 months. And I think back to the – and it took so long to actually pull the trigger to do it. Yes, because that's what I'm going through. Something I'm like, at the moment. <clears throat> I was like, oh my god, I, I don't think we're ready. Mm-hmm. And then just one day, I just went stuff it, and I and I just actually shut down for a day. Good on you. And I went, okay, no, nah, I'm prepping. So mm-hmm. I actually did a run sheet. 
Wow. I did all this kind of stuff and just went, okay, this is what I think would work. I rang the, my mate that was going to be involved. I said, okay, I've got these four categories. What do you think of this? Yeah. He goes, that sounds good. And he came in with something. I said, okay, we're ready now. Let's just pick a movie. So then Top Gun Maverick came out last year. Oh, and we I loved were like, that movie. My best friend and I loved yeah, that movie. Loved it. So we just went, this is it. We're doing a, we're going to go to the movie, 6 p.m. on the Wednesday. It was the premiere at, uh, at Pack Fair. Oh. We're going to go. And we're going to go straight from the cinema, straight into here, and record our instant reaction video. Wow, uh, that's such a cool idea. So that's how we started the podcast, right? So we did this, and my mate actually couldn't come from the sunny coast, but my other mate was here, so there's two of us. So we come in. We don't talk about the movie the whole way in the car. We get in here. We're pumped. That car ride would have been so hard. It was. We were like, (laughs) and then we get in here, and we're pumped, and we do it, and then I take it home, and it didn't record no yeah oh no and and it, re- it recorded but and there's a they bagged me out in here a bit about partial mute oh. i said it sounds like my mic's on partial mute and it was and so and it, what it was though is that one of the settings had changed in the in the roadcaster right. and it changed my mic which then muted my mic that so you devastating. could so you could hear me but you could hear it through the other mic and so it was super so distant quiet so then and instant so then i've rung my mate and i've gone hey mate we have to do it again we have to do an instant <laughs> reaction again so we did it the next day oh and it wasn't the same no and there's been things like that that have happened all but the way through the learn. journey That's you do i've learned the hard way and we've learned with having people ring in on a phone or yep. pipe in on the internet or whatever yeah and it was great i met with a guy today who goes who's a client and he mm-hmm. goes God, I love listening to your podcast every Wednesday. It's so good now. And oh. I was like, he goes, oh, he goes, and I go, mate, I'm so happy you're still listening. He goes, yeah. mate, I've been there from episode one. You can't tell. You can't tell. And I'm like, yeah, well, you sort of, you get better at stuff. Definitely. You learn along the way. And it's the same with with marketing. It's the yeah. same with everything, Starting right? a business. Yeah. Like the lessons I've learned and the things I've gone through or the things I didn't even know were a thing and had to like grow and adapt has been crazy. So... Completely get you. So starting a business. Yes. So some would Going say... back to the beginning. Some would say crazy. Oh. Right? Some would say independent. Mm-hmm. But I think most would say crazy. Yeah. I feel you're crazy. Not, you're, you're a young woman. Yes. So do you mind me asking how old you are? 25. Okay. So you're 25. Yes. Independent businesswoman. Yes. What possesses someone at your age to go, I want to start my own business? I actually started... When, when I was 23. Wow. So I have a lot of experience. I've grown up on the Gold Coast, always lived on the Gold Coast, love the Gold Coast. Um, went to school here, university here. At uni, I always thought I wanted to be a journalist. I did an internship at Channel 9, loved it, but also was terrified in front of the camera and did not have the newsreader voice that they all had. Yes. So quickly realised this probably isn't for me. And one of the camera guys and I became quite close. And one day he just said to me, you are not, you are not a journalist. And I went, I know I'm not. Wow. <laughs> That's he, tough love. He said to me, I really think you'd be great in marketing. And I said, really? Like, I don't know. So I went to one of my family friends that quite well known on the Gold Coast, Jackie and Billy Cross, amazing, amazing mentors. And I worked for them for four years and started as an intern in uni started working for them part-time, moved into a full-time position and got incredible experience from them. And then I moved to a PR agency in Sydney, worked remotely on the Gold Coast 
And then just thought, what am I doing? Like, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, always wanted to have my own business. So I thought, why not do it now? I feel like I have the skill set. I'm passionate. I'm young. I'm driven. Um, I'll just start now. So I started all the branding and everything outside work hours and took the plunge. Scariest decision of my life. But here I am nearly two years later. Did you quit your job to start the business or were you doing some stuff on the side? I was contracting. So... I had a lot of free time. Okay. So I started thinking of the branding, jumped on Wix, built a website. Yeah. Did all the little things and then eventually quit and from there just went full mode. It was terrifying because like I said, I was 23 and I thought I'll have no income. How mm. am I going to get my first client? Um, but I did it and within two months, I got we got our first two clients. So... I realized, okay, like I can do this. I've got two clients now. I'm earning some money. So got to keep going and seeing how it goes. But it was terrifying thinking, do I take the leap, quit my job, go full, full steam ahead into this or keep working and doing this on the side and trying to build it up. And I'm so happy. I just went full, full into it because you need the total headspace. You've got to be fully committed. Yeah. You can't half-ass it. No. And I think that it's funny that I think there's two reasons that people go into business for themselves. One is they've worked for people and they go, I can do this better than them. Yeah. Or two, they're entrepreneurs by nature. Yes. Right. And I think that you usually fill into fall into one of those two categories yes. by from my experience. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you by at twenty three you go, Yeah, I'm a bit of an entrepreneur, let's have a crack. Yes. That's something that is pretty rare at someone of oh, that age. Thank you. But I think it's pretty powerful. Yeah, it was scary, but I've always had an entrepreneur spirit. Like during uni, I thought I wanted to be a makeup artist. So I did a makeup artistry course, was doing that on my weekends, trying to make money doing people's makeup. When I was little, I was always thinking of little shops and little brands. And I think I've always been born to have my own business. Um, Taking the leap was the biggest thing I had to do. And it's like anything, like... Maybe I want to start a podcast and it's about taking that leap to actually do it. You have to do it. Otherwise, you'll just be sitting on the idea for the rest of your life. A hundred percent. And and you, you can't be afraid of failure. No. I think I'm having this discussion with my seven-year-old son at the moment. Yeah. He And I think a lot of kids nowadays, if they're not the best, they actually don't try. Yes. So unless you're the best, it's like I don't want to embarrass myself by just being a participant. Yeah. And so, and I think you've got to you've got to fail, fall over, fall oh. over, fall over, fall over, pick Definitely. yourself up again and again and again. Yeah. I think that's that's a hard thing to teach, and yeah. I think it's it's sort of innate. Yeah. And I think that you, it's a bit like, and I, I'll use a sporting analogy that you can't coach speed. Like people are generally fast or not. It's yeah. hard to coach that. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the same. I think that mm-hmm. people have got to be willing. It's got to be innate to fail. It takes time. Yeah. It takes so much time. I honestly thought, great, I'll start this business. I'll put it up on Instagram. I'll put a few bucks behind ads. I'll get clients so easily. And we quickly realised that is not how it happens. Yeah. And realised you have to actually chase people, pitch, go after people, do your research and – Network. Networking is everything to me. Um, Otherwise, people aren't just going to come to you when you're a 23-year-old and you've started a new agency no one knows. You know what, though? I I think that – 
I think it's irrelevant that if you're 23 or not. Like you've got to mm. do the hard work. Yeah, like some I know people even, do look at age so and think they do. Oh, I would prefer oh. someone with more experience for but sure. But you've still you put the work in, you put the grind in. I think yeah. that regardless if you're 23 or this, you know, this agency's been going for 13 years. Yeah, we still got to put the grind in. Oh. Like it is not people don't realize no, the grind, but it is so difficult to to get clients. Yes, and there's plenty of work out there. I'm not saying there isn't. No, but the pitch. The meetings, yeah. The you know the the amount of time that goes into before you have the contract and you've got the client is a lot. Like yeah. putting together the tailored pitch, the pricing. I don't know how you guys do things, but everything for us is tailored. Yes. So we work out the client their exact needs and goals and tailor our pricing. We don't say, "Here's our social media package for six hundred dollars a yeah. month, whatever." We tailor everything yeah. for the client. We do. We do tailoring. We, we've actually just, we've started to look at packages. Yeah. But within those packages, it's extremely bespoke. Yes. So we know that a minimum I price will be this. Yeah. And you will get X, Y, Z. But then everyone's different. Mm-hmm. So we can't actually just go square peg, square hole. Yeah. Because it just doesn't work that way. And no. I think you fall behind if you do a bit. But you've also got to be careful. Mm-hmm. That you're not tailoring everything too much. Exactly. Because then you spend if, so much time tailoring. Yeah, but if you give a client an inch, they take a mile. Yes. And I never want a client to think, oh, how come they're getting this for this much, but we're getting this for this? And I have to explain because they're getting two extra reels a yeah. week. Or it's just, it's tough, but you've got to believe in yourself and know your values and look after your clients. So. Absolutely. So... It's an interesting time in the digital marketing sort of industry. It is. Yeah, because there's – there's I, I've, I reckon since COVID, mm-hmm. there's been such a monumental change. Oh. Obviously, working remote has been massive and mm-hmm. and then, you know, people – it's funny, my wife was just talking that her business, uh, her head office in Sydney, they've just made a mandate that you have to work in the office three days a week now because right, when, they, back when they said you could work remote, it was funny. I saw a TikTok the other day as yeah. well. But, oh, no, we didn't say that you could – work from Bali oh. remote like you still have to work <laughs> in Australia and it was like well now because of that you've got to come into the office yeah twice a week and you know, because we don't Hybrid. want people working in uh in Bali yeah. when it's quite obvious that some people could probably do their job from Bali yeah uh, but there's a lot of change going on yeah so what's uh what are some of the things that you're seeing mm-hmm. like what are you know from your perspective that is probably the next thing or yeah. or that's it's moving towards well, everyone's talking about at the moment AI. It's mm. quite a big topic. Um, I just now see TikTok after TikTok of social media agencies saying, use ChatGPT for your captions and your emails, which is a good tool. But also part of me is like, no, because everyone's turning the same and you're just dumbing yourself down a bit. Yeah. Um, you know what? The creativity and uniqueness anymore. Yeah. I reckon it's a, it's a, it's a good help. It is. And I found that, and there's a lot, it's funny, I I found on a TikTok reel that I found a, this, it's called AI for work. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And it gives you prompts oh. to put into ChatGPT. So it well, is. It's just expanding. Yeah. I'll, I'll, show, I'll, I'll show you when we leave yeah. here, but like it is, it, you get to choose who you are. So okay. if you go, I'm in marketing mm-hmm. and then it's, what role are you in marketing? I'm a brand manager. I'm a marketing manager. I'm a social media manager, Mm -hmm. there's about 20 different options. You click on there and then there's a list sometimes up to 20 different prompts for do you want uh, an SEO results uh, report, Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then you put that, you copy the prompt, 
You put it into ChatGPT4, so it's the mm-hmm. paid one. You put it in ChatGPT4. It then spews out the report. Wow. And, and then it'll ask you questions. So give me uh, – here's five questions. You answer it so that you can yeah. tailor it to a client or whatever. Yeah. I've, I've looked at it and I'm like – the framework is 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 good. Yeah, but it, but you need to tweak it. it it's there, there's so much tweaking. There is yeah. so much tailoring. There's so much custom about the client. And it just worries me. Everyone's going to get lazy. Yeah. Oh, you can see it already. Oh. You can see it already. Peek inside the panic room is proudly sponsored by Straight Up Digital. If you're looking for an irreverent, no BS, results-focused digital marketing company on the Gold Coast. Look for Straight Up Digital on all social platforms or at straightupdigital.com.au. Because, like blogs, I don't know, Mm. we do SEO, so blogs are a nightmare. Yeah. They are. So, and I I started as a content writer. Mm -hmm. So, I was writing in this, I started in in this agency doing about, oh, 60, it was 63 blogs a month. Oh, my gosh. Right? So, there were 500 That's words a, a minimum. Oh. It was 30,000 words a month I was writing. Wow. Right? So, that's how I started in here. And to say, and I laugh when people say, oh, oh God, this is hard. I go, shut your face. Yeah, you have no idea what I I used did. to write 63 <laughs> blogs on my own a month. That's a lot. And I, and I used to come in here once a week. You just need some inspiration oh, every day. You'd mate, go a bit brain crazy. You absolutely would. And and there's only so many things you can write about. And yeah. there's only so many ways you can write about certain and things. Different and different angles. And if it's, if it's keyword, then how do you write about oh. that keyword over and over and over? So it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. AI has not made it a hell of a lot easier. No. Whereas people think it's the saviour. And for me, I find it gives a good framework to work from. Yeah. But there's still a heap of editing that needs to be done. And I'm sure, like, I am definitely open to it. There's new technology every day and different things coming out every day that we can use and help automate things and help us spark that creativity. But I just don't want to rely on it. And I am worried people are going to get lazy. And just type in ChatGPT, make me a caption for XYZ client in this industry, copy, paste, done. And how many other people would be using that caption? It's the same caption. So I am... Because it's not... The thing I found with ChatGTP, or ChatGPT, is that it is not unique. No. They say it is, but it is not. No. And I've tested that because I have gone, mm. write me a review on this movie, mm. blah, 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 and then down and then I'll do something else and then I'll go write me a review on the same movie and it's effectively the same thing. Yeah. So I'm like, well, yeah, And you can tell these days on social media who's used it. Mate, if if there's if there's thirty emojis in the oh, caption, yeah. It's been done by ChatGPT. Chat <laughs> I see it all the time. I there's mm. one guy that I who's a mate and he whenever he posts it's like something that he's done or something in his yeah. business and he's not doing anything himself. You can just tell it's all chat GPT. Yeah. And I'm like, so I just flick, Well, flick. I've had, a, like, some clients have come to me and they said, oh, yeah, we just deleted our website, all the copywriting, we just grabbed off chat GPT. And I'm thinking, well, how many websites out there are using that copyright? But you also, exactly, but you also know what's going to happen is that Google's going to wisen up to that. Yeah. Google's smart, man. It is. And they're going to they're gonna start to know that what's AI written content. Definitely. And so then it's going to hurt those websites that have relied solely on it. On it. Yeah, so I'm big 
into also just sticking to my guns and doing everything myself and yeah. not relying on it. One day will come when I'll have to go, okay, we need to really start using it all. But I find it's re- I find it can be really helpful when you're stuck. So yes. if I go like give me a give me an article for this, yeah. focusing on this yeah. and give me the outline. Yeah. And it'll just give me the outline and I fill the rest in. So it might give me seventeen and a half percent of the of the stuff and I do the rest of it. And, and I I'm love, comfortable with that. Yeah, I love oh, I forgot the name of it, but there's a site I use when I'm stuck thinking of content pillars or hooks for clients and you can just type in marketing agency and it brings up all the common Google searches and all different hooks and questions that people have about them. So I use that to then build my content pillars mm. and answer people's questions and add value that people want to know. So I find that side of it amazing. Yes. But the other side I'm a bit well, it's a bit scary. Yeah. It's a bit scary. Yeah. Like it's, they're now, it's starting to, it's it's incredible how quickly it has grown. Oh. So at the start of the year, you started Ch- GPT was really nothing. Yeah. I, I was using a program called Jasper, mm-hmm. which was an, an AI, uh, and I used it a lot for framing. And it was very good at giving me a, a, a blog post frame. Yeah. So it would, and which was great. And then I would just fill it out. Yeah. Then ChatGPT came in. I was like, it's going to be nothing. Mate, in, in the 10 months of mm. this year, it's incredible. Yeah. It's gone from being the free version to, to being a paid, which is mm. cheap at 20 bucks. Mm. Like the one I was paying for was about 160 bucks uh, a month. Yeah. And for 20 bucks, cheap. It's cheap. And the, the possibilities, you've now got artwork. Yeah. You've now got. There's so Even many different Canva, possibilities. How Canva's brought it in is wild. Like yeah. you can just type in giraffe eating an ice cream, off it pop, off yep. it pop. So it's just crazy how it's going. I love the Canva side of things with it as well and yeah. how you can use it. But Heck, it's yeah. Canva. Oh, I love Canva. Love Canva. It's so funny. We've just we've just hired a girl. Uh, you probably met her, Chase. Yeah. She's a design student. Yeah. So she's a, a Adobe and all that kind of stuff yeah. because that's what you know, she's a she professional. Yeah. Um. And in here, it's it's Canva or die. That's us. It's yeah. You know, it's we so love easy. Canva. It's so easy. Oh. Professional. Looks so good. Creativity you yeah. can do on it is just wild. Yeah. Yeah. And we're big on Canva, CapCut. CapCut's good, yeah. CapCut's great yeah. for TikToks and everything yeah. and keeping branding. I use InShot a bit. InShot, InShot's yep. good. I just use it on my phone. I do all the stuff for my uh, yeah. podcast on InShot. Yeah, well, on the phone it's easy. I use something yeah. called Splice. Okay. Splice is good. I Another app I use every day. It's not really like Canva or anything, but Google Calendar. I could not live without my Google Calendar. Mm. I am a color-coded, every hour planned by the hour girl. Really? Mm-hmm. It's wild. Really? Yeah. I need to get my family on Google Calendar. Oh, I'm that organized. People look at my calendar and go, wow, because the colors, the every day is planned to the T. From gym to... So you know when you look at something, just by the color what it is? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All my meetings are yellow. All my family things are pink. <laughs> Gym's blue. Everything's color coordinated. Mm. I love it. Google I wouldn't color. be... I would not know what I was doing every day if I didn't have my Google Calendar set up like it is. Yeah, I'm just trying to think about... I've, so is it just init- essentially like your calendar on your phone? Yeah. And you just add your own Google Calendar in? Or no, is it the I one have that's the app. 
So this oh, is Oh, there's a Google I'll calendar show you. This is my month. Right. This is my month. Yeah. In September. You're busy. I'm busy yeah. now. <laughs> right, yeah. And then um, it's linked to my Gmail. So whenever I have a meeting pop up, it goes straight in my calendar. Color coordinated. Love that. I love it. I'm Hi, such mate. an organized person. And we use Asana as well. Ah, uh, yes. For project management. Okay. Recently brought it in and it's life changing. Really? Yes. Yeah, we use one called ClickUp, which oh, is yeah, I've heard of ClickUp, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm not big on. Uh, I'm not big on it. Yeah, I get told I have to be, but you have to use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my my days my day is generally made up of unscheduled tasks. Yeah. is what I like to call it, where people say, "Oh, Matt, what do you think about this?" Or Matt, oh, can we have this? Or Matt, can we do that? That's me with my emails. Yeah, I have I'm, to actually physically now tell myself, "Do not go in your emails for the next two hours," <laughs> so I don't get distracted <laughs> from my tasks. Otherwise, I end up in them all day replying yeah. to people. Yeah. yeah, emails amazing, but God, it's it can be brutal. Oh. You've got to keep on top of it. I, I'm a bit. It's funny. I am not OCD mm-hmm. in any way, really. No, oh, but I am. But I hate seeing if I look at someone's phone and on their messages they've got like uh, twelve hundred no, no. messages or they've got nine thousand emails. That's me, nah. I, I'm about to have a conniption. Same. I could never. I could never. If I don't have everything notifications cleared by the time I go to sleep, I stress. <laughs> I cannot. It's deal good to. It's a good way to be for your clients, though. Yeah. You know, you're all over yeah. it. Yeah. But it's it's a hard way to live. Oh, <laughs> I barely sleep. Yeah. Or I go to sleep and I wake up in the night like oh, I have to do this for this client and then write it down on my paper beside my bed and go back to sleep. <laughs> you got need, you need to exit it out of your brain. Yeah. I found that's the only way to do it. Definitely. Because I generally, I used to, like as as recent as this year, I might wake up at two in the morning yep. and this is me. actually action something, Oh, this is get me. the computer out and go, yes. oh shit, I better do that. I but, was doing that and then I wouldn't go back to sleep. And that's the thing. You end up, and like, and this morning was the mm-hmm. perfect example that I, I have a 4.15 um, alarm for yep. today because I do a podcast at 5 a.m. Wow, With, early start. Yeah, it's an early start. So I do mm-hmm. a 5 a.m. podcast. So my alarm goes off at 4.15. But I woke up this morning at 3.20. Oh. So I was like... Do I keep sleeping? I just woke up and I went, I'll just check some things. And there were some things that I could just do. Yeah. And it happened the other. It happened yesterday as well where I yeah. woke up at like 10 to 6. Yeah. And I had and I woke up, I thought, oh, shit, what about that? And I ended up just doing like uh, two hours me. of work before I got to work. Yeah. And I was like, oh. That was me. I went through two periods this year or two months in the period of this year where I was waking up at 5.30 going, oh, just do a few things. Then I missed the gym because I'd been stuck in my task. Then I actually started work for the day, finished work, would watch TV, still be on my laptop. And I realized this is unhealthy. I had had this discussion with my wife because my wife works from home. So she, her head office is in Sydney and she works from home. Yeah. She will... Get up in the morning and it's easy just to get on the the laptop at yep. 7.30. This is me. And then I'll get home from work, slide in. I might pick the kids up from school, get home from work. It might be 4.35 o'clock mm-hmm. and, and I go, are you nearly done? She yeah, I'm nearly done. And mm. then at 6.30 she'll still be going. Oh. And then she'll say to me, oh, I've got to do a bit tonight. I'm like, hang on a minute. Hang Take on a, a minute. You, but you need to structure it because yeah. anyone that's worked from home knows you do 10 times more work than you would do if you're in the office. Yeah. So effectively, and I found this early on that, I get a whole day's work done by lunchtime. Oh, same. so you can get a week's work done in two days. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, and so if you wanted to, because you, you you're doing four days in two yeah. days, right? Yeah. So, what do you? If you don't, then you start to move the goalpost on expectation as well. Oh, 
Because then the they're like, well, you put on yourself because yeah. you're like, oh, last week I got this done. How come I haven't done that much this yeah. week? Yeah. So yeah. it's like I try to say to her, and that's why I'm really keen about exploring I love this a way type to of go. Conversation because I completely am yeah. the same. And it's like, well, okay. And I say, okay, you got we got to make set times. If it's like it's eight thirty that you start work, or it's eight a.m. that you start work, well mm-hmm. then you take lunch at this time, and then you oh, take lunch. What's lunch? Yeah, well, this is it. I and, never and take we, lunch. It's actually we've started in here. Saying, well, we have to take lunch. Yeah. Because we all got into the habit of not, eating at your desk. Eating at the desk. And it was like, no, 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 you need to take that break. Mm-hmm. You get an hour. Mm-hmm. So take the break. Yeah. Because we're finding that it was just eat at your desk or eat on the run or take five minutes to sit down and eat and, and then get back important. to it. And it's important. It's so important. I've just, the work life balance, there was two months this year where I had none. Yeah. And I was even working weekends. And I was telling myself, you're a business owner, you have to do these hours, you have to do these weekends. And then I realized there's no one actually watching over me saying, you need to be yeah. doing this. Yeah. And I told myself from this week onwards, we're going back into a routine, go to the gym, go on a 5.30 p.m. walk, switch off your laptop, have dinner with your family, go see a friend, stop overworking yourself. Yeah. And yeah. I'm still getting the same amount of work done. I actually can't believe it when well, I was prob- doing those long hours. Well, I'm like, I think, what was I doing? Well, I think you, you, you're more... Uh, Productive because you're more focused. Yes. Because you know, okay, I've got three hours. Yeah. So I need to get X, Y, Z done. Yeah. And I think I've started actually just this week again, just going back to a list, writing a list and just just going done. And yesterday it was amazing because on Wednesday, it's a a work from home day here. So I was in here on my own. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. And I just did a list of like six things. Yeah. And it felt so good to tick it off. And it got to like four o'clock and I was like, oh. Oh God, I'm done. Yeah, it felt so good. And and I used to do it a lot mm-hmm. earlier in my early career yeah. where I have a, a tick stuff off, and I haven't really done it here because it's been yeah. I've had a lot of, as I said, unscheduled tasks. But yeah. I was like, on these days where I've got stuff that needs to happen, mm-hmm. I'm just going to work off the list. And yeah, just I've always off. been a big, yeah. big list girl. Like yeah. at school, my school diary was. Every night, my homework list to tick off. As soon as I could tick something off, I loved it. Best feeling. Plus, you're yeah, you're you're only a young woman, mm-hmm. and you don't want to burn yourself out. Like oh, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Year, right? That's what I've already done. So, yeah, especially as a business owner, it's a marathon. It right? is. You can't. You know, you don't want to get to the end of this year and go, okay, well, I'm yeah. all done. Yeah, no. Like it's not how it's got to be. No. So we need to be finding the time for yeah. ourselves because that work life balance is key. Yeah, and for I longevity. Think I think that's where I've really struggled this year because it's my second year of business. It's been the hardest year of business. I think with inflation and everything, clients don't have enough in their marketing budget anymore and clients are dropping off and others are really needing help. And I've just realized I don't need to overwork myself. No clients are watching me 24-7, which I've had this really bad mindset thinking. And I'm allowed to go for a walk at 5 p.m. and I can go to the gym in the morning. No one's going to be like, why is she not on her emails? So that's been a big mental shift I've been trying to change. And because I'm so, well, not because I'm so young, but I've always worked for someone else, not having that figure above me, watching what Mm. I'm doing, it's all on me. And I've put way too much pressure Mm. on myself. And now I'm in that sweet spot where I've realized, all right, I feel like I've got my hands on everything and... No one's watching over me. I can do my own thing and I am having success and I'm doing really well and I'm being recognised so I need to keep going and also yep. take time out for myself. You have to. I think, yeah. And we do forget that. Yeah, definitely. I think it is hard. And I think especially when, you, when you're when trying to manage client expectations as well. Oh, yeah. Because I know that, you know, 
we've got a lot of clients that'll send emails at 11.30 at night mm-hmm. or four in the morning or mm-hmm. whatever and, sorry, I, I am not working. Or yeah. on the weekend. So, yeah, I and still the, reply. That's my – yeah, awesome I'm on it. Yeah, and so you've but got – I need to set those boundaries. You sort of do and it's really – that's hard because, you know, as I find the week – I've got into the uh, – into the habit now of just not opening my laptop on the weekend. So yeah, I need to do that. Right, and I'm just like, no. And and it's hard because I do a lot of other stuff mm-hmm. with my laptop. But yeah. I'll go, okay, I'm not opening my email. Emails. Yeah. Right? I'm not touching my email and I might have a little sneak peek on a Sunday yeah. afternoon to see what shit fight I'm running yeah. into on Monday morning. Yeah. But it's like if if it's super, super duper important, yeah. people have got my phone number or they're gonna text me if something goes wrong. Definitely. Then I'll then I'll do it. And it happened the other night or the other couple of weeks ago where someone was one of our clients had changed their domain name. Oh, and, and then their whole website and, went down. And didn't tell us. Oh. No, it wasn't that. But all the SEO was linked to their original domain oh. name. And they were ranking one everywhere. Gosh. And so we found like, and I'd sent an email come through about three thirty that afternoon. It sort of made me think, "This isn't right. This is not right." Mm. And I thought, "Oh, maybe." And then I and then I had a thousand other things to do. I didn't think about it. And then Chris messages or rings me at seven o'clock that night and goes, "Did you know you. that they were changing the domain name?" And I go, "No, they haven't. <sighs> uh, they didn't tell me that." He goes, "Were you involved in this?" And I go, "No." no. And then anyway, I've then had to ring the client at 7.30 and go, mm. what's going on? He goes, oh, yeah, we're doing this. The, the email address was too long. Oh. And I go, mate. You've just ruined everything. Yeah, I go, mate. <laughs> I go, if we don't stop this now. And it was funny because I'd had a meeting with them that day. Why and didn't they say anything? They didn't say anything to me. But what happened? They had been number one oh. in everything. They'd slipped to seven in a couple of things. And you thought, what's and going on? And I go, on? what's going on there? Mm. And then I go, mate. Did you notice how I went to say when I brought up the spreadsheet and you were one the week before, but you were seven today? Yes. That's why, because you've done this. And if you mm. don't, we don't stop this. And they were like, we got it fixed. Good. And it was like, positive we're very outcome. lucky. It was a positive, but it was, it was, it can happen quickly. Yeah. And so there's times when you do need to work around the clock oh. because it's better to get it done. Yeah. It needs to be quickly Those triaged. moments, your heart just sinks Oh, to your mate, stomach. it was panic stations. It was oh, like, shit, what, are they, the what are they doing? Feeling. And I couldn't get, and I, to get, what we had to do, I had to get, go ahead from the main boss. Mm-hmm. So I was ringing him. He didn't answer his phone. And then um, in the morning, I was like, I need to make an executive decision on yeah. this. I was just asked for forgiveness. We just yeah. need to start the process. Thank God you did. And we were lucky. We were lucky. But yeah, anyway. Mm. Hopefully that doesn't happen again anytime no, soon. No, no. Oh. my um, 10 cents an hour that time, <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. So uh, you talk about uh, work-life balance. Yeah. Away from work. You love mm. the gym. Love the gym. Yep. I go to Wicked Bods in okay. service. They're the best. Um, I was going through a really tough time, found them, and they've just built me up into a into the gym yeah i love boxing i do boxing with them you would never think i would be a boxing girl but oh. here i am yeah um otherwise i love traveling um weekends you'll find me having a long lunch with my girlfriends yeah love a rosé nice um yeah that's pretty much me i love reading love walking along the beach so traveling yes where's your where's your ideal destination Oh, uh, I would love to do, I've done so much travel and the one place I haven't been is South Africa. I'd love to do a safari. Yeah, right. Um, I'm saving the Maldives for my honeymoon whenever I find a boyfriend that wants to marry <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but I'll never go there and I'll save that for my honeymoon yeah, forever. Of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise also Japan. I've never been to Japan. Oh, Japan's amazing. Would I've been a couple of times. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you ski or Yes, I ski, but I'm oh, my best friend will listen to this and laugh. I'm more of a just a up and down one slope, go have a hot chocolate kind of that, girl. But that's skiing. Arpre. Arpre skiing. We were in Whistler um, for New Year's Eve last year and it was like, okay, we'll do one run and then we'll go have a wine. Yeah. We, well, I'm a bit in the middle. Mm. so I, It kills I, my legs. It's hard work. My calves. It's oh hard work. Oh, my God. I've never felt pain like it. Well, if you, if you, go, to, if you go to Japan. Mm. I think uh, I'll go there to see the hedgehogs and have the food. No, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> We've, well, I've been there twice for – to snowboard mm-hmm. and i just love it yeah and like tokyo is incredible we went to uh we went to kyoto which was oh, amazing because yeah, like, it's old school good. japan See, i'd love to uh, it's, and it's such a beautiful place yeah and it's actually we went in 2010 mm-hmm. and then we went in 2018 and the difference was that in 2010 mm. although it wasn't that long ago it was really i found it really difficult to navigate around oh. but i found in 2018 it, it was a bit up. more westernized right and there was a bit of it, a bit more english around the place that's good um but yeah love it mm. you'll love japan it is so I good i went to dubai in june loved it there yeah. i've never been and it was just now one of my favorite places really yeah everyone it's just was telling, sand. everyone said don't go to dubai and i loved it loved it well okay sell me on dubai well, we did the desert safari. Yep. It was out of this world. And we rode the quad bikes and went on the camels, held eagles, had the full Dubai experience. experience. And then the city, the beach clubs, the shopping, the food, it's all just next level. Yeah. It's nothing like it around here. A lot of money, here. So a lot of money a lot there. Of money there wow. But it was the best time. Is it expensive? Yeah, very expensive. Yeah. Like a bottle of my favorite rose here is $30. Over there was 200 Whoa. Yeah. It was very expensive. Lucky you're a successful digital oh, agency no. owner. <laughs> I was only there for two days. <laughs> you won, you won Powerball. One Powerball. Go to, go to Dubai my, for a like, week. Pit stop on the way to another destination, <laughs> but I loved it. It was yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Mm. I've never been. Oh, yeah, highly recommend been. it. Yeah. My my, I think my dealings with Dubai is Sex in the City too. Yes, yeah, which is awful. Love that movie. Yeah. Oh, oh I love the that second movie. one's terrible. <laughs> Come on, Christy. I love all those movies. Yeah, the mm. first one. I didn't, I'm, I've seen them all. I'm yeah, a, I'm a I'm a new age guy. It's a good show. Yeah, you know, I'm a new movie. age guy. Mm. Okay, so what's next? Where to? What's next? Well, actually, I can announce something. I awardee of merit. For the Women in Business Awards no. for the Gold Coast, I know. I'm quite shocked I've made it so far in the nominations. So, for three different awards. Yeah, good. One's the Rising Star and one's the Young Aspiring Businesswoman. So, fingers crossed. I don't know if I'll even become a finalist, but I'm just honoured to be. That's pretty cool. Yeah, nominated and made it as far as I have. So, the awards are in November. Okay. Um, otherwise business, I'm trying to grow, trying to get more clients, build up my team. I love my girls that are on the team at the moment Yep. and see where we can go. But hopefully next year is a bigger and better year. Yeah. And it's been a, it's been a hard year. It's been a hard, hard year yeah. for me this year. But well, I think it's been a hard year for everyone, right? I think that yeah, not even business, just personally, it's yeah. just been a crazy year this year. I don't know what's happened to the world, but... Well, I just think that shit was always going to hit the fan mm. once they decided that uh, interest rates had to go up. Uh, and there's just been a lot of external flac- factors that have yeah made life a bit difficult. Definitely. Not as fun as what it was when everything was sort of a bit free. Mm. And also yeah. COVID times, they were so sad and bad, terrible as they were. They were fun times because you got to stop, be with your family and settle down for a bit and then we came out everyone had so much fun and now well, this year it's just 
we were very lucky crashed. here. We were very yeah, lucky. Yeah, very here. lucky. Yeah, so I think that. Uh, very lucky. Yeah, you, know, you talked to people in Melbourne. They didn't think it was very fun at no. all. So, but but I agree. I thought people talk COVID. I'm like, eh, like uh, was having the opportunity got to, go to, to the stop beach, and not to, feel guilty yeah, about it. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're so lucky. And then this year, I don't know what's happened, but. Well, I think there was a lot of free money handed out mm. and our businesses got a lot of people lot of help. Lazy, and lazy. then people just got you know, now it's like, well shit, the real world's hit again. Yeah. Oh, it'll it'll it swings around about, it'll turn again. Yeah. I think that um yeah. You gotta keep going, gotta keep pushing. What are you gonna do? Every day is a new day. That's it. Mm. What are you gonna do? Yeah. I reckon that's a good spot. Yeah. What do you reckon? Reckon. Thanks for having me on. Christy, it's been amazing. For a first timer. Thank you. You know, so nervous at the yeah, start. Yeah, but it was fun. You crushed it. Fun. We'll do it again. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe we can do something where we can talk a bit of marketing every every couple months or something. Would love that. That would be good. Cool. Love it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Christy. Thank if you. you want to hear from Green Creative, get on their uh, website, greencreative.com.au. Thank you. You know, shout out to Christy. She's a uh, <laughs> social media master. Thank you. Among other things. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Thank you so much. Okay, speak soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Peek Inside the Panic Room. If you want to hear more of the chaos, make sure you follow us to stay up to date. Don't forget to give us a five-star review and check out our socials at Straight Up Digital.